0: Election College episode 290, Lou Hoover. Ben, we've been talking about Herbert Hoover and all those folks from his administration for a long time now. I have never given Herbert Hoover this much thought in my life. But now we're here to talk about his wife. And I didn't mean to rhyme, but I just did.
1: You disgust me in a little bit of a way. And in another way, I'm pretty impressed that you pulled that off.
0: You know. Old guys can do it. Here we go. Lou Hoover. She is from Iowa. (laughs) And her dad uh, was a banker, and she kind of was a tomboy growing up there in Waterloo. And uh, then so her family um, goes out west, and uh, they live in Whittier, California, as well as Monterey. And her dad, Charles, would take Lou on camping trips up in them there hills, and she learned how to ride horses, and she was pretty good at it. And she hunted, and get this, she preserved specimens uh, like she was a taxidermist. So uh, she was into taxidermy, which here in central PA, Ben, uh-huh. I have never seen so many dead animals all over the place, and not on the side of the road, like, there are, like, deer and other... I saw a wild boar head uh-huh. on a wall. It's kind of crazy. And I'm in Harrisburg. It's not like it's, you know, the country.
1: Well, in a way it is. Everything around it's like country.
0: It is. It's like, um, I don't know. Lots of guys don't wash their hands in the bathroom either here in Central PA.
1: Yeah, that's something that kind of probably is more prevalent than we would like to think
0: (laughs) oh okay yeah if you if you don't wash your hands uh guys or ladies when you go to the bathroom then i'm gonna call you out on it i'm doing it right now
1: that's threatening
0: i'm sure lou hoover or lou henry at the time i'm sure she washed her hands and probably yeah all that good stuff but yeah she was all about uh stuffing dead animals and uh you know she liked rocks and minerals and mining and that kind of thing so that kind of endeared her to a certain guy named herbert
1: yeah she actually attended the university of california and this is now known um, or had been previously known as the los angeles normal school and after a while she transferred to the san jose normal normal school which is now san jose state university Uh, to finish up her degree, and she finishes up with the teaching credential, and this is in about 1893. Then, after that, she says, you know, I kind of want to continue my education. She heads over to Stanford, where she does meet Herbert Hoover. This is the uh, genesis of their relationship, and she graduates in 1898 as the school's only female geology major. Uh, and gets a bachelor's degree in geology so not only is it not very prevalent for women to get post-secondary degrees at this time or i'm sorry was is it post-secondary yeah to get college degrees at this time <laughs> uh but it's also incredibly uncommon for them to be in geology normally they'd be in something like uh you know teaching or something that the culture at the time would have considered women's work which you know is a silly concept
0: yeah so misogynist of you. <laughs> Not yeah. of you, but of, you know, that whole
1: thing. I don't think that, yeah.
0: But anyway, yeah, she graduates, and uh, Herbert graduates from Stanford in 1895, and as we know from a previous episode, he goes to Australia, because that's what you do when you don't have any money and you need to raise some capital to get married, and there he is uh, in Australia. She graduates in 1898. And how romantic of Herbert. He cables a um, marriage proposal over to her, and she promptly accepts um, his proposal. And they were 24 years old when they got married in 1899. They get married at her parents' house in Monterey, California. And we talked about Herbert being a Quaker. Lou's like, yeah, this whole Episcopalian thing, I'm going to ditch it and become a Quaker, too, because why not? There's no meeting house there in Monterey. So they get married in a civil ceremony, and uh, they're married by a Catholic priest, which makes total sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, an Episcopalian marries a Quaker, and they're joined together by a Roman Catholic priest. All right, sounds good. Yeah. So they get married, and the day after they get married— they take off. They're, they sail from San Francisco over to Shanghai and they uh, they settle down in Tianjin, which I think is kind of a little more of a remote area at the time especially and they lived there for about a year and a half. And at the time, you know President Hoover or not President Hoover yet, uh, his job really takes him throughout all sorts of dangerous areas and areas that aren't very well developed, and she goes with them. She says, I'm not scared. I'll I'll go out there in the wilderness and, and see what's going on. And she wants to make sure that she can speak the language. So she studies Mandarin Chinese. They both end up learning some Mandarin Chinese. And they actually called her Hulu in uh, Mandarin.
0: Yeah, so like your favorite television programs No.
1: Yeah, it's a little different than that. Yeah. Oh wow! What if it isn't? What if it's? What if that's where they got Maybe it? Maybe that's
0: the reason because you know he was all into the radio stuff. True, and reg- you know, yeah. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You we know connected. the reason Hulu's called Hulu. Not really. I'm Probably not. sure not. But get this: the Hoovers they would speak Mandarin Chinese to each other, which I'm sure is kind of like my French uh, Kentucky dialect of French that I speak. Yeah. You know. You know what? I kind of feel bad about dissing guys from Central PA for not washing their hands. I'm sure that happens everywhere.
1: It does, but I think it's still dissable. I think it's still something you can.
0: There are a lot of guys. I mean, at I, I was at the store today, and there was a guy who washed his hand. It was just like a s- whole string of people earlier the week in the week. Yeah. Anyway, I'll get over it. Um, you can. So. O- you can only fix yourself, right? That's right. Um, so they speak Mandarin, Chinese. I'm sure i Iowa, California dialect of it to each other in the White House. Uh, defoil eavesdropper, eavesdroppers, eavesdroppers. Such a That's weird a word. word. I'm yeah. eavesdropping. You never hear. I always thought it was eavesdropping.
1: Wasn't that in the uh, Lord of the Rings movies uh, where Sam Wise is like, I ain't been dropping no eaves.
0: <laughs> I can't remember that. But yeah. Yeah. I'm sure
1: So she also is pretty familiar with Latin And uh, that's something that's impressive I mean it's impressive enough That she knows Latin But she's also the first lady The only first lady to speak an Asian language Um, I know that that learning English is difficult And they say it's one of the hardest languages to learn I've heard Mandarin is also incredibly difficult
0: Oh my goodness Um, I would
1: imagine any Asian language is is hard Because it's a total mind shift of, Of where we know English from So uh so she is very much into the relief efforts that are done by Herbert Hoover uh during World War 1 with the Belgian refugees all that kind of stuff. She's big into the American Women's War Relief Fund uh which you know funded hospitals, funded ambulances, etc during World War 1. So she's not just the you know the the figurehead first lady who sits back Uh, Well, she's not the first lady yet, but she's not just the figurehead kind of person who just sits back. She really gets her hands dirty and makes a difference.
0: Yeah. And then when she's first lady, she's like one of the original podcasters that, you know, isn't a podcaster, but you know what I mean. Uh, She is on regular radio broadcasts and she participates as a guest speaker on a number of occasions. And she's advocating for volunteerism talks about the Girl Scouts and, you know, getting active with that. And then radio critics were like, hey, she's got a really good radio voice, and she speaks with confidence. Um, She discontinues the New Year's Day reception uh, there in the White House. But, uh, you know, she's all right. She's looked upon as somebody who brings the office of First Lady into the modern age.
1: They have two sons. They are Herbert Clark Hoover, and Alan Henry Hoover. And Herbert is pretty young. Whenever they're, uh, they're you know they're out there globe trotting, and he ends up going to Stanford just like his like his parents as well, and starts to be uh, become an aircraft engineer. Uh, he ends up doing some teaching at Harvard Business School. He ends up being a geophysical engineer. And he actually helps develop some of the tools that they use to discover oil. So, yeah, pretty pretty important there. But not only that, he goes on to be appointed as the Undersecretary of State for Middle Eastern Affairs. Um, so that's after his dad uh, was in office, of course. But still pretty impressive and definitely impactful in that way.
0: Yeah, and Alan, their other son, I mean, he lives until 1993 and he goes to Harvard and, well, he goes to Stanford and then goes to Harvard Business School and operates a ranch in California, becomes a mining engineer as well and shuns publicity and, uh, yeah, lived until 1993. It's kind of funny though, because, you know, the Hoover family, they're still out there, still active in, um, politics and, uh, activism and, uh, humanitarian efforts and things like that, but not your quintessential, you know, what you think of a Republican right now, um, maybe fiscally conservative, but socially not so much, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. So in
1: 1944, Lou Henry Hoover passes away from a heart attack, uh, in New York city and Herbert comes into the bedroom uh, to give her a kiss goodnight, and he finds her there, um, had having passed away. So she dies about 20 years prior to her husband. Uh, they had buried her in Palo Alto, out in California. And uh, after Herbert passes away in 1964, they move her to be next to him in West Branch, Iowa. And uh, that's probably... I, I've got this goal, Jason, of trying to get to all the... Uh, all the president's graves which is probably a macabre goal in some sense but i don't i think west branch iowa is probably the place i'm least likely to accidentally run across
0: i don't know i mean abilene kansas was pretty out there for us but i don't know i mean no offense to anybody from the real midwest there but yeah you go miles without seeing much and then there's a presidential site very Who knows? Strange, maybe yeah. maybe the old RV here will be going uh, out that way some, sometime. I've never been to Iowa.
1: Me either. That's so weird. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. now I can say I've been to Kansas, but Iowa, Nebraska, I've never
1: been. Yep. Crazy.
0: Hey, if you're from Iowa, give us a shout out. I'm sure you wash your hands after going to the bathroom. <laughs> and if you don't, hey, today's a good day to start
1: it's never too late.
0: Yeah, and while you're starting good habits, you can join our Facebook group. Go to electioncollege.com/group and you will be taken over there to our Facebook group. And hey, for all of you in the Facebook group, just in case you've wondered, I drove right past Wheatland in Lancaster, Pennsylvania yesterday, gave it a virtual salute and uh, still haven't been there. I've driven Such by a it i know probably at least 50 times i've without exaggerating at least 50 times i've driven by it but never been in you've got to go it's gonna change hey you know one one really cool thing about where i'm staying i'm right near the harrisburg airport and air force one uh they do their training really landings and stuff around here yeah interesting so go figure
1: I would think that Air Force One would not need training. If well, you're the, the pi- if you're the pilot.
0: Well, you, you get to that know. you get to that level, but there are so many nice people here in Central Pennsylvania. I really feel bad about dissing it. Um, I would say wash their hands. The good definitely outweighs the bad. It's a really fantastic place.
1: That's good to know. Thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next time.